He's involved in a number of businesses. He's a great role model. Telling it like it is. Giving you both sides of the story. This is Cats at Night. Great American, a great New Yorker. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. This is John Katsimatidis, Cats at Night. The number one show at 5 o'clock. I'll tell you, you want to find out what's going on in our city, your state, the world. You tune in to our 5 o'clock show and you'll find out. Common Sense Democrats, we got Judge Richard Weinberg, Common Sense Republicans, the former congressman, I hate to say former congressman, Peter King. King's Highway was named after you, I remember John, that. John, the secret is out now, yes. And, uh, they even named before I was born. They knew it was going to be so important. Uh, Lydia Serrani, thank you for being here. And uh, we have a, a great show today. We have so many... Uh, we have Charlie Gasparino will be speaking to... Um, uh, Congressman Andrew Garbarino, John McLaughlin, Dr. Bruce Farber of Northwell Health. But first on the line with us, we have Andy McCarthy. He's a columnist for the National Review. He served as a assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Welcome back to Cats at Night. Oh, it's great to be with all of you. How are you? Good. I just watched you on Larry Kudlow's show. You were excellent. And uh, t- tell us what you told Larry. Well, what Larry wanted to talk about was this search at Mar-a-Lago and uh, he I guess buys my theory that the search is mainly a pretext that allowed them to go in and look for evidence in connection with January 6th and I so it was in in search of a crime well I think they have a theory about a crime what they're you know searching for is evidence that uh, that bears out their theory and of course we have to remember the Mar-a-Lago is not the only place they've searched right in just the last six weeks they ser- they did two search warrants on lawyers who were connected to January 6th a, a Justice Department lawyer named Jeffrey Clark and a Trump lawyer named John Eastman last week they issued grand jury subpoenas to two Trump White House counsel lawyers and the day after Mar-a-Lago, uh, the search at Mar-a-Lago, uh, they stopped uh, a, a congressman from Pennsylvania, Congressman Perry, uh, Scott Perry, I think is his name. Uh, they stopped him on the street in Pennsylvania, and it turned out they had a search warrant, and they took his phone, just like they had taken Eastman's phone a few weeks back. So I don't think you can look at the Mar-a-Lago search in a vacuum. I think it's it's of a piece with this other frenetic activity we're seeing from the Justice Department. Part of this may be theater. It may be that, you know, they're trying to show the left that they're really aggressively investigating January 6th. Um, but part of it is, you know, they truly are trying to make a case. And well, this is Pete King. Now, you're the career prosecutor, but I, I haven't seen raids used as often as they've been in, in recent years, whether it was against Roger Stone, whether it was against Manafort, whether it was against uh, Navarro, Navarro Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, now, you know, President Trump. To me, I, I always thought a raid was like the last stitch effort. It was the last thing you did, and it was a matter of extreme urgency. And uh, certainly like last year, Rudy with his phones, this time with the president. I mean, I, I just don't see how a records case would warrant a raid like that, especially when Trump you know, does have lawyers and they've been negotiating with them. And Andy McCarthy, yeah, I, just adding to that a question, uh, if that is proper procedure, the sources are saying that the FBI did not let Trump attorneys watch the raid Newsweek is now reporting that they had an informant. There's other reports saying that the uh, guy, the FBI required the Trump aides to turn off the surveillance cameras that were inside the home. So all of this just seems like this is not part of proper procedure. Wait, wait, wait. wait. 
did, and the other story is going around that the Secret Service agreed to do it when Trump wasn't home, so they wouldn't have to. They wouldn't have to put Trump in handcuffs. I mean, give me a break. I, I, what the I, heck is going on? I, I had heard they were notified 45 minutes before the Secret Service. And, and the Secret Service, if the president was there and the Secret Service was there, who who gets high bidding? The Secret Service to protect the president or or the, the, or FBI. the FBI? Andrew McCarthy, what do you know? <laughs> it's a lot. I'm sorry. I know, I'm, not, I'm not in handcuffs. I know that. Um, <laughs> not yet. Not yet, Andrew. Oh, my God. Yeah, not yet. That's right. Oh you say the wrong thing. That's right. Gonna get you. It's true. Stop I spend, writing those good comments. You guys, they'll be frog marching me out of here. Oh I know. Um, well, you know, look, it's standard procedure when you do uh, search warrants to, uh, you know, to detain people briefly so that the agents are allowed to do that. Now, you know, everything's situational. I doubt they would do that with President President Trump, but I think to go to 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 the question that Pete teed up, which which to me is the is the most important thing here in terms of um, whether whether everybody's getting the same quality of justice. Uh, you know, you, usually the guidance in the Justice Department is that you should try to use the least intrusive means of collecting evidence to collect it. So if you can convince someone to just voluntarily give you something, you do that. If you need a subpoena, you do that. But, you know, you don't go to a warrant to get what you could get with a subpoena. That's sort of common sense thing. And I think what has people very disturbed here is it looked like they went like right to DEFCON 5. Uh, you know, one minute they're having amicable negotiations between the lawyers for Trump and the lawyers for uh, the National Archives. And the next thing you know, the FBI is showing up at the door with a with a search warrant, and that's not usually the way it goes. Now, there there may be reasons for that, and I understand that the Justice Department will never want to discuss the details of an ongoing investigation. Like, they won't want to tell us what their evidence is. They won't tell, want to tell us what the informants are. Fine. That's how they always are. But I do think – and, Pete, I, I think in Congress they would want this as well – you, if you're Garland, I think it's in the interest of the Justice Department to give an explanation for why they thought they needed to do a search warrant. You know, you don't have to tell us who the informants are or the whole parameters of your investigation. But, you know, it would make a big difference to people if the attorney general said, look, first we asked them to give us back this uh, material. And then we went down there to meet with them to explain to them why the law required them to turn it over. They still didn't want to turn it over. So then we gave them a grand jury subpoena. They still ignored us. And finally, we finally had to do a search warrant. You know, if they gave an explanation like that, I think people would say, okay, I don't really like this, but I understand why they did what they did. But they're not even giving us that. And I think it's going to be a lot of. Lydia, do you remember what Mike Pompeo said uh, a couple days ago? Well, Mike. Mike Pompeo tweeted out shortly after the raid, he said, executing a warrant against an ex-president of the United States is, is dangerous. The apparent political weaponization of the DOJ and FBI is shameful. The attorney general must explain why 250 years of practice was upended. I served on Benghazi, where we proved Hillary possessed classified info. We didn't raid her home. Yeah, that's, you know, that really hits the nail on the head. Because with respect to Mrs. Clinton, uh, it, not only is that true, 
the FBI throughout that whole investigation, even after like 30,000 government records she had, she never even deigned to turn them over. And she destroyed them. And far from like tossing her house or getting a search warrant for her, everything in the investigation was pretty pleased. Everything in the investigation was. And, and, and you know, we, did they do anything against uh, who was the IRS uh, uh, person in charge of the IRS? Lois, Lois Lerner. Lerner. Oh, did they the, do anything uh, John, with Lois uh, Lerner? Did they do anything no. with the former attorney general under Obama? What's his name? Eric Holder. They just Eric took Holder? Hillary's word that all of her emails just had to do with uh, no, I'm wedding. I'm just saying. Press. Look, I believe in equal justice under the law, right. and right now, the American people are having a problem. Maybe we're not having equal justice under the law. The problem, Andy, it's Richard Weinberg. The problem from from my vantage point is as follows. You have one false series of accusations, allegations, one after the other. First you had Russian collusion. Then you had these ridiculous impeachment charges. Andy wrote the best book on the Russian collusion hoax, by the way. Thank you. Okay. So you have the, you have the Russian collusion. You have the two, you have the two impeachments. Now you have this. You have the total suppression of the Hunter Biden. Uh, yeah. emails and, uh, and and phones. I mean, give me a break. Everybody's saying there's one standard of justice for the Democrats, there's another standard of justice for Republicans, and I'm saying as a Democrat, I'm perplexed by that. How can they get away with this? Andrew? Well, you're a man of the law. You you've been a uh, you've been a lawyer. Or your father was a judge. You were you he was a lawyer. He was a judge. You were you're a lawyer. You're a judge. You're a man of the law. And it means something, and to, and to people like uh, Andy McCarthy and me, going through it the right way and having equal, equal justice under the law is not a cliche. It's the very vital principle of our society. Judge Weinberg, I want to ask you, and I also want to ask Andy McCarthy again, who's on the line with us. He's a columnist for the National Review and served as the assistant U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York. Regarding this uh, report that there was an informant and then apparently that laid the groundwork for the judge authorizing the warrant. That seems a little odd, too, because you could you're just taking someone else's word. Well, if it's Andy will uh, tell you as a prosecutor, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you as, as a former prosecutor, and as a judge, if you have a good judge, you make the prosecutor and the case agent go for their proof on the reliability, the credibility of the informant. Were they previously reliable? If they didn't have a track record of previous reliability, what do they know? How do they know it on the information? You just don't sign a search warrant. Andy? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, it would be the unusual warrant that wouldn't have information from an informant. But as the judge just said, the, the, the thing is you have to give the court something to hang its hat on with respect to relying on the informant. You have to show, like, you know, we've we've gotten information from this person five times, and each time it's been corroborated. Like, they told us, he told us where the drugs were four times, and we went four times, and we found the drugs. You know? Well, four you times. You have to give them some. Now, one, you know, one more thing before we take record. a break, uh, Andrew. Uh, tell us about the judge in the case that signed off on it. I don't understand that uh, he has a, a few things in his uh Campaign contributions. Yeah, as I understand, yeah, as I understand it, he's um, he's a left wing Democrat, which you know, you get left wing, you get right wing. That's yeah, not which is alarming. Fine. What is alarming is that he's made uh, public statements that are pretty rapidly anti-Trump, as I understand it. I haven't read his rich orb of work. So the question say, is, did, did the DOJ go 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 shopping for the judge? Because well, I also I, it, understand that he was what? 
He also recused himself in an, an Obama case because he donated a lot of money to the Obama but administration. But I also understand he represented people against uh, – he was in Jeff Epstein case sometimes? Right. He recused himself in that case too, I right. think, or something. He represented some employees with Jeffrey Epstein. I'm not really sure. In other words, there's a there's little bit of uh, hair on the, on the deal. I, I'd, say, I'd say two things about that. Uh, you know, number one – They've no, the government has known about the classified information and the government's record issue um, since January, at least the Justice Department has known. So any time they could have gotten a warrant at any time over, say, seven or eight months and they pick a particular time, you have to wonder why they picked this particular time. And the second thing I find very curious is all of this uh, activity um, and in particular, starting with um, Mar-a-Lago, it all suddenly happens when Congress is done, you know, when Congress is uh, suddenly adjourned and everybody has gone hither and yon. You know, they had that voterama in the Senate over the weekend, um, and now Congress is, is not around. And I think it, it's not unusual for uh, the executive branch when they're going to do something controversial to wait for a time when Congress has left town, because even though you're hearing a lot of complaints and everything, it's hard to mobilize any, you know, real dissent and opposition to the sort of stuff. That Understood. You're the other story going around, and I'm not sure we've answered it yet in this room. About the cameras. Is that, uh, the cameras uh, in the private home, where they, the, the FBI wanted them turned off. What right do they have to do that, Andy? And, I mean, I don't uh, think. Tell us. I, I don't think that. Well, I don't think they do have a right. Now they can ask, but I don't think they have a right to. Have I, I would never allow that to happen up. because the best evidence to protect the person who's a, the recipient of that search warrant about what happened in the search, whether it's a really a good search, and you know what I mean by a good search, Andy, and is and, having right. the cameras on. And Andy McCarthy, yeah. one last question: Why send thirty agents from Washington D.C. versus using the Florida agents? I know we've heard well they wanted to keep it tight lipped. How come about what about all the leaks? I, I, that's what I was just yeah. What about the leaks well, to the they, Washington Post and the Wall Street Journal and to Newsweek, and it goes on and on. Yeah, but they always have a they always have a pretext to do that sort of thing when national security information is involved. What they'll want to, what they'll want to say is, look, we were going in, we were expecting to find classified information. Uh, that's usually on a need to know basis. We only wanted agents who were cleared for the investigation uh, to be involved in the search because it's not an ordinary crime. It's a crime that involves oh, nice. pur- purportedly, at least. Uh, national security information. And for that reason, I imagine that probably informs why at least they had an ostensible reason to to say they didn't want the cameras rolling because they'd say, you know, we're, we're talking about classified information here. We don't want something accidentally to get on camera. Now, we may all think that what they're really, you know, what they're trying to do is play fast and loose, but <clears throat> the national security aspect of it gives them a, at least a pretext to do those sorts of things when they wouldn't have that in a normal case. And one last thing, Trump, he actually put out on his truth social media that the DOJ and FBI had asked his legal representatives back in June to put an extra lock on a door leading to the place where some boxes were stored at Mar-a-Lago. He said, of course, we agreed. They were shown the secure area and the boxes themselves, but he says it was those, it was those locks and that room that they specifically went after so it just seems yeah, well, yeah it seems bizarre well what i'd say about that though is um when i was a prosecutor if a defense lawyer or a defendant was out making false representations about the investigation we would find a reason publicly to refute that 
you know, whether it was a filing with the court or whatever. Um, so I think it's incumbent on the Justice Department. If what the president said is true, then it should it should stand on its own. If they want to take issue with it, they should get out and say, you know, he's got his facts wrong. But one way or the other, it, it would be nice to hear something from the Justice Department, because I know they don't want to talk about investigations. Never in the history of the Justice Department or in the United States have prosecutors uh, raided, even with a warrant, uh, the home of a former president of the United States. And it's, it's an extraordinary event extraordinary. in American history. And, and, and I think it is going to get an answer. Andrew McCarthy, thank you for so much for, you know, telling the American people the, the truth and speaking out for, for our way of life. God bless you and God bless America. And we'll catch up again soon. My pleasure. Thanks. Nice to talk to all of you. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.